It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, and he says we got a thumbs up. It is good to be back. Here we go. Who's with the podcast, Al? What's up? Jerry, it's good to have you back. We had uh, Mr. Scott Shannon in here from... Uh, on the Boomer and Geo show, the yeah. last uh, 45 minutes or so of the program. Another radio legend, Jerry, leaving. Well, he's retiring. He's semi, mostly retiring. He is going to do his weekend show still. Is a weekend countdown. Show. Yes. I remember Scott Channer from WPLJ. That's where I, 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 and I know he was on Z100. I don't know if I remember that as much. Sure. I remember listening to him with my mom in the car. Yeah. You know, years back. That to me is meeting Imus. Now meeting Scott Shannon. If I ever met Howard Stern, that's yeah. the that's the trifecta. Correct. For me, I know there are other morning men's, you know, long ago. That to me are the top three right. New York radio guys for me growing up. And now Boomer, I think, is in that mix, having done mornings now for thirteen years. Yeah. But He's gotta be clear. in the mix, Jerry. Huh? He's gotta be in the mix. Under, absolutely. But for me, like those three Radio legends. By the way, Boomer's been doing mornings now. This is his 16th year. Oh, so I said, right, I'm 13. He's 16. You're 13 years. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. He mentioned, I keep forgetting to watch that documentary. I watched it, yes. Very called, good. Called uh, Worst to First yes. about when the Scott Shannon took over Z100. Yep. Really very good. Yeah, and I love radio stuff. Like, I don't know how I haven't. You know, it's not like, it's not on Netflix. I'd have to, what did I watch it You on? said you, you was it on Amazon like, Prime, Amazon I think. Prime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you, gotta, you have Amazon I know, Prime. I never just put go the app to, on. I, I have the app and everything. Well, just watch it. I keep forgetting about it. Set a reminder. An alarm. Last time I checked, you've got a little bit of time to kill every afternoon. I do have some time. And this one is right up your alley. Yeah. It's not long. Yes. It's like, I don't even think it's more than an hour and a half. Like yeah. I was looking for more. And the footage they have is outstanding. Absolutely outstanding. What's funny is he didn't know what I looked like, what you looked yeah. like. That was like the old radio to yes. me. Like that's what was very intriguing he about radio. Legit, just listened to us every morning. Yeah, and pictured what we looked like. Right. He told me I was not as geeky as he thought I would be, which I took that as a compliment. I would take that as a compliment. That too. was really nice. Yes, that is good. No geek here. He's not. Doesn't want to hear about my dog poop anymore. No, he was not uh, even out there. He said that. Yeah, he says. Listen, you only got dog. an hour. Get to it. <laughs> Get to it, spank. <laughs> Pretty much. But that's when you know, like, there's not a lot going on. If I if early on in the in the sh- not sure show. we talked about your dog the morning after the Super Bowl, did we? No. <laughs> she was having none of it, Jerry. This Super Bowl situation. Yeah, I don't know. Like, are we going to have any more radio stars anymore? You know what I mean? Like, definitely music radio stars dead. are dead. Are dead. Absolutely. DJs? Yeah. Music DJs, dead. Yeah. He might be the last of the really, really popular ones. Right. Which is sad to say, but... Yeah. I think it's true. Delilah. Delilah, she's still on? Yeah, I think she is. I don't even know. And highly rated. Yeah. 
Yeah. She does the dedication show. Yes. On, but we used uh, to have Casey Kasem. Right. Every yeah. radio station had a well-known DJ. Yes. But now we don't, I mean, we're losing our music stations. Yeah. As it is. Or for, the DJs. For music services. Right. Yes. I miss that, too. I know, I know I'm in the minority. I get it. I miss a live DJ. I really do. Even when I listen to Sirius sometimes, I know they're taped. You can tell they're taped. I don't I don't care for that. It's okay when a DJ makes a mistake once in a while. You know, there's something about even for me watching, and partly one of the reasons why I still don't mind a commercial from time to time. I don't, don't get me wrong. I don't want to watch commercials. But there's something real about watching over-the-air television that if something happens, they're going to break in. I know that sounds crazy, as opposed to when you go to the stream and the, the Netflixes or the Amazon, the world could be blowing up and you're going to be in your little living room still watching your show. Right. I don't know. There's something I, different about it. I do think about that. And I'll, when I get in the car a lot of times, I'll pop on 10-10 wins just to make sure they're not like, New York's on fire, and yes. here I am driving into it right. because I'm to Spotify or, yeah. or a, a podcast yep. or somewhere else. Like, Yeah, there is something about... Which is why I still can't watch recorded sports. I can't okay. do it. Yeah. I mean, I did go back and watch a lot of the Jet game from Sunday, knowing the result. It's hard, though, because you know the result. Yeah, I mean, I'll go back to it for work purposes. Right. But if I wasn't needing to look at it for work, it'd be hard for me to go back. Highlights I could go back and watch. You'd rather watch a uh, show about the game if it, the game was big or like when yeah. the NFL Network does those documentaries yes. on, on a cool game. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah, and in fact, NFL Network, I was alerted to, you know, with the Dolphins playing the Chargers last Sunday night. Yeah. Was it a Sunday night? Yeah, it was. The NFL Network, that Saturday in the afternoon, they played the Chargers-Dolphins game. Yeah, I can't watch it. From the Kellen Winslow limping off the field. I find that cool for like 20 minutes. Right. That's the thing where I need to give me detailed highlight package of that, and I'm interested. I agree. Now... I did go back, I told you, and watched a quarter of the Cowboys Redskins from 83, and they were yeah. the Redskins, not the Commanders at the time. Um, and I found that intriguing because some were all Madden. But after watching a quarter, I had, that was enough. Yeah. It was good. You just I want a reminder. Yeah, I watched 20 minutes of it. I was like, that was kind of cool. So many things, I think, are not as cool listening or watching back as you think they might be. Well, that's like anything. Yeah. Usually the trips are not as cool as you're planning in the anticipation. Yeah. Things you remember probably weren't as great as you're remembering them. Mm-hmm. They become more, not mysterious, but more uh, more exciting as the time passes. Right. It's very true. You think back like like I would, uh, I remember when Sirius first came out and had Howard Stern. Yeah. And they were like, we've got a Howard Stern channel. And then we've got a channel we're going to put all the reruns on. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, it's going to be the greatest thing ever. It's not. It's not. No. Because they don't put a lot of the good stuff on it. Well, even back then when it first started, they they did put a lot of good stuff on it. It's still, there's something to be said for the context of the era you're in when you're hearing it. Oh, for sure. So hearing Howard talk about the O.J. Simpson case, it was really cool when it was going on in 94. Because you didn't know how it was going to end. Yeah. Hearing it, listening back to it now. Yep. It's it doesn't have the same sure. allure. Yeah, I would agree. And that's with a lot of things I find where it's like, oh, I'm going to go back and watch that movie, and you're like, oh yeah, I remember these three funny scenes. And the rest of the movies. I don't need the entire movie. Yeah, 
just give me the scenes. You're a clip guy. Yeah, I like clips now. I know. And I guess I just, I got to that's where we are in the world. Right, like even your relationship. Clips. Not clips. all week. Clips. Clips. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a clip guy indeed, Jerry, with everything. <laughs> I just want clips my whole life. That's it. A lot of downtime of me staring at the walls and clips. Or the ocean. Or the ocean. Or you're staring at the ocean, yes. Correct. So I thought it was very cool having Scott Shannon. Yeah. It was, uh, I, I even sent my mother a text, like, I don't get starstruck much. I really don't anymore. I, anybody. Like, Scott Shannon's cool. Yeah. That was that was kind of neat. And knowing that he, you know, it was always one thing when you heard he listened to us. Okay. Nah. All right. Maybe once or twice. He legit listens every yeah. morning. He had some critiques for us as well. Yeah. Told so. us uh, the no more talking about the dog. He didn't like you. He felt you stepped on the end of the introduction. Most days it doesn't suck. I'm so excited to get started. What can I tell you? Yeah, he says that you start talking on the k in suck. That is very true. I mean, think about it, like that. He tight. noticed that. Tight. That's <laughs> right. You're trying to keep it tight, Jerry. That's how I always believe it to be. Right. Yes. Well, you don't want dead, dead things. No. So now dead I've got Imus. I have Imus on tape talking about me. Mm-hmm. Now I got to get the Scott Shannon on tape talking about yeah. me. Yeah. Those are things for my uh, my files. Yeah. No, I, I agree. Very I, cool. So you have, uh, I have a Howard Stern file. How about you? Yeah. That's awesome. T- two quick things. <laughs> Opie and Anthony, but I work there, so yeah, that's that's, they the don't same. do it for me. I, right. was, I, I don't think I listened to them one time in my life. Really? No. Nope. I was one of those people when they started beating Mike and Chris in the ratings. I'm like, yeah. that's all right. I'm not. I'm not jumping ship. Like they were still. I still enjoyed Mike and Chris. Yeah. And I well, wasn't just going to change. But it's a funny thing, though. So you talk about someone like I'm as someone like Scott Shannon versus someone like Opie and Anthony. The the length of the careers. Yeah. Versus like Opie and Anthony were hot yes. for a couple years. Yep. And then they blew themselves up. And once they went to satellite. It wasn't the same. It wasn't the same. Um, so while they were really great for those couple of years, they don't, you know, Howard's been on the radio 35 years. Yeah. You know, Scott Shannon all these years. Mm-hmm. I miss all those years. Mike and Chris all those years. Yeah. Now Mr. Boom Size and all those years. I think it was Scott Shannon, 50 years in the business. Yeah. 50. 50. And then this is what we always talk about. Like, at what point did, did he in like 1994 be like, wow, 25 years? Yes. I'm going to enjoy every day from this point forward. Or just wake up every day, go do your job. And then one day it's like, hmm, I guess that's it. I think that's the great thing about radio is you change every day, like, like the time changes. So you change slightly every day as opposed to. If you're a seasonal thing, right? So you, let's say you were a, a live show in the fall, and mm-hmm. then you'd come back uh, in the spring, or come back next fall. Every right. fall, like a football season. Right, right, right. And let's say you just did a show every fall. There'd be one of those falls where people are like, eh, I don't know. I kind of found this other thing. Yes. But when you're on the radio every day. It's continuous. It's continuous. Yeah. Sure is. That's why I think we were the the show was successful when uh, Craig had his troubles and Craig disappeared. Yeah, we we didn't. Right. If we had to take time off the same time Craig did, and then refocus and get back, we would have lost a lot of people. So that's an interesting point. So if back in the day, if or not even now, if Howard gets into some legal trouble and gets pulled off the radio, yeah. They're not doing a show. Right. I wouldn't think. No. 
they start running best ofs, right. which people might be like, oh, I yeah. heard the kind of like you said, I've yeah. heard this already. Yeah, find something else. Yeah, and then he comes back six months later. Eh, right. You know, they found Boomer and Geo. And they're, they're, yeah, oh, they're I love out. this. This is something different. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's why you can never give people a reason to check something else You're right. out. You're right. And that's the insecurity, though, too. Yeah. But once you build it, you got to keep them. Right. So it's an yeah, interesting dynamic. Yeah. So I wonder who they'll, I wonder if they'll re. Place Scott Shannon with you know with a new show going in there. Will this be? I'm meeting with Olive right after. <laughs> Will this be a person we've heard of? A show we've heard of? Mm. Will it be a show of like uh, multiple people on the show, or will it be a one man or one woman show? I mean, what I, will the age of that person be? With the way the business is going, I think you're going to lessen the financial burden of the company. So I don't think you. So let's just say. You know, John's wacky zoo in Nevada. They've killed it. I don't think if they were in line for the job, I don't think in this day and age that the company would say, all right, John, come on in with your seven guys and your writers. Yeah. And I think that those days are over. I believe so. They might Wait, say, if you want the job, John, it's yours, but here's the microphone. Wow us. I think even just people moving for jobs is is for like radio jobs. Like in music radio, like you said, if, you, if you're killing it in Detroit, Damn, Kill it in Detroit. Right, because no one knows you. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. And then in sports radio, sports radio is so regional. Yeah. You know, would a WFAN listeners want to hear somebody who was from uh, Iowa and very successful there? They don't know what. So I've thought of this. Yeah. I've thought of this on a couple of different takes. So, and let me be very clear when I say this. Right, Jerry. The chances of me landing the job are one in eight million. One in eight million. uh, Yeah. But I thought what I'm. What I'm saying is I think about it from the terms of how you would be received. Right. So let's say the Eagles job, play-by-play job opened up, or the 76ers job, play-by-play job opened up. I don't necessarily know I'd be accepted there. Matter of fact, I wouldn't be because the first thing people are going to do is Google your name and you're going to see me bashing Philadelphia. Right. Like, you know, so I think. There's there's a lot of truth to that, mm-hmm. and again, I don't even know how you even apply because for what? <laughs> Where do I send my resume? The one place I do think I could go work would be Dallas. Right. Like I think if there was an opportunity out there, I think I could go work at the fan in Dallas because as soon as you Google me, you're going to see me as a Cowboy fan. You're going to see my history with the team. With the that works. But you're right. You know, me or you moving to Chicago, and who wants to hear from us? Right. I think somebody there. like Joe Beningo is a perfect example. Right. Could Joe have gone to Tampa and done a... a Florida, yes. I think there are the New Yorkers. Florida, Charlotte, maybe Arizona, but like that's it. Right. I wonder how that would... If that would be successful. Let's say you take a radio station in Miami, Fort Lauderdale, yeah. whatever, and you make it a New York sports talk station. Sure. 
I think it would work. Yeah. I mean, Sid did well in Miami for a long time. And he used to always say the amount of New York transplanted New Yorkers that were down there made his show. Yeah. I actually think you could. I mean, all it is is older, retired folks. So, I mean, there's obviously others, but that makes up a large part of the population down there. Now, like when you were getting into radio, did you think you would have to move around the country for jobs? I yeah, did. I did too. Yes. I don't really think I applied anywhere too far. Like I know I applied to um, WBZN in Boston. Does that sound yeah. right? That the That's rock a, station? Uh, uh, I applied to a rock station. BCN. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah, WBZ is the news station in Okay. Boston. I applied to a rock station in Boston, I know. Philadelphia. K-Rock. I yeah. always told you. I got so excited when I got an envelope that was had a K-Rock logo on it, and it was just a stock letter yeah. that they send everybody for applying. Um, there was a new station that was starting in Atlantic City. Not that I would move down there for that, but I applied there. There was a rock station in Hartford, Connecticut I applied to. All I thought, kind of, Boston would have been moving. This is when you were the, doing the morning wreck on 106.3? Uh, it was probably right before I got that job. Oh, okay. This was, this, so that was, yeah, because that was 99 into 2000. This is probably more 98, 99 before I got that job. Um, and I did apply to a radio station in Los Angeles, but it was not K-Rock. And I only remember that because at the time, my cousins who live in Northern California, my one cousin lived in Southern California. And I remember her, and this is so funny, I remember her calling me on the phone to tell me there was an opening that she heard about. I'm like, okay, well, I'm trying. Ho, ho, I'll get my tape together. So those are the, I, those are like the four or five places I applied to. Yeah. And L.A. would have been, I remember applying thinking, if I'm lucky enough to get an interview, then I'll talk to Kim about moving out there. And no one called. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even get a letter on that one. Yeah, we didn't. Uh, most of the places wouldn't send you a letter. Yeah, K Rock was the only one that did. Uh, the for only, me, the only one that sent me a letter back was uh, WPLJ. I actually applied for it. Think about by Scott this. Shannon. <laughs> I don't know who signed it. It might have been because he might have been the program director mm-hmm. as well at the time. I applied for a production director position. Did you really? Did Jay, you know what you were applying for? I did, but I had. Zero production skills. Zero. Wow, that's funny. I mean, I couldn't do it now. And I've been in the business for a long time. I, I couldn't go produce a yeah. music, sound effects, commercials, promos. I did that with Joey DeFazio here for about three months. Yeah. Did not like it. Yeah. It's that's not. really being locked in a room. And you don't even feel like you're part of the radio station. Yeah. In that way. You basically sat in the studio waiting for orders to come in over the computer. And then that was still tape. And I was very good at splicing and editing. I, that was something I could always do, which is why Joey asked me if I was interested. But I remember after like six weeks, I'm like, I can't do this. Like, this is awful. And I was only doing it a little bit because I still was working in the newsroom. Yeah. But you feel so detached, which is probably why Zach walks around a lot. Right. You know, he's in his studio. He's, yeah. I don't feel like he's part of anything. I feel like, you know, sports radio is, as far as radio goes, that has to be the best place to be working. Sports radio. For longevity? Just for, you know, the the sports stations are local. Yeah. Right? The sports stations are offering something that the uh, satellite and podcasting doesn't really offer, which is very specific. We talk about the the New York sports teams. Yep. In Boston, they talk about the Boston sports. Yeah. Like everywhere. Arizona. You know, so it's 
it's something unique that you're probably not getting served elsewhere. Yeah, where music is tough because if you're listening nationally, they're doing the top sports of the day, right. not your sports. Right. That is very true. Which would be NFL and then probably NBA, right? Yeah, I would say because you said you've worked uh, the national shows and they don't even want you know baseball's not even a topic. No, no, I would say this is so local. I would say it goes NFL, NBA, college football. Wow, before hockey. Yeah, before hockey and baseball. Yeah, yeah. Um, ESPN's done a very good job now that they have the hockey package. Though they have really good hockey programming too. Yeah, um, and they do do a lot of baseball programming. But I think if you're talking about what. Like, I don't obviously ever get to watch the Keyshawn Johnson, Jay Williams, and Max Kellerman show. But it's on one of the TVs, and you always see what they're discussing. Yeah. I mean, it's mostly football and basketball. That's it. Yeah. Which makes sense. I mean, you know, one guy's an NBA, former NBA guy. The other is an NFL player. So, you know, it's kind of like with Boomer. It's so easy just to talk football with him because he's so locked in. And those are the two... Although the NBA doesn't get great ratings anymore. It's another one that we, I don't I don't know. That we perceive as having a larger audience. It's like sports talk fellatio. <laughs> <laughs> right or wrong? How so? We will, so if the Knicks and Nets are good, well, forget the Nets. If the Knicks are good, we will shove the Knicks down your throat. Yet the ratings aren't great for it. They're just not. Right, and that's what we've talked about. That's the, our argument was against hockey, or the argument to not talk hockey is, but how many people in your audience watched it last night? Right, and I don't know anymore what yeah. the answers are. I know I know people are watching the football. I get Correct. that one. That's easy. Yep. But, like, there was – it was sad. It had to be Sal maybe a month ago before the, the – um, before the free agents started signing. Yeah. And I remember just saying, I'm like, my God, a lot of baseball calls today. I'm like, is, you know, I said a lot of baseball talk tonight ahead of the, uh, the, the free agent period. He goes, well, that's what people, you know, when I talk about it, people call. And I sit there and think, and if you talk Rangers, you will get flooded with Ranger calls. But then people will say, yeah, but it's a small, it's a small amount of people. But wait, so which is it then? Yeah. Baseball is a small audience too. But they call, I don't know. I agree. Like, the NFL, you can't go wrong with the NFL. No, you can always win with the NFL. You look at the numbers, it's a... Can't argue. It's a either, not to say it's a, it's not once a week, but your team plays once a yes. week. And even on the other days where there's games, there's a game. Right. Right? And if you're a sports fan, you're probably watching mm-hmm. the game. So, yeah, the NFL I always understood. I understand the money in the NFL. Yep. I know where it comes from. I know why the rights are so much. I know how much the commercials sell for. Football is the only one that ever financially I could look at and go, I know the money coming in. I know the money going out. I get it. Yeah. And none of the others I but then hockey, do that with. It makes sense because look at the salaries. The salaries are nothing like the other sports. Yeah. A guy gets a six-year contract for $30 million. We're like, Wow. Meantime, you got quarterbacks like Aaron Rodgers making fifty for one year. You got baseball players signing thirteen-year, four hundred million dollars deals. Like these hockey players don't make, yeah, comparatively speaking, a thing. They're very, very underpaid. Right but now, you talk about the contracts, and it makes sense. Basketball to me and baseball, yeah, I, don't understand us. It's bizarre. It is just it's it's crazy. And basketball is even more national than baseball. Yes. So, like, you would have 
fans of other teams in other locations. Sure. Where in baseball, for the most part, it's you're a fan of the team in your town. Most of the time, yes. Unless you've moved. So here's a great example why we would answer me this question. I think you're going to say I don't know. We will have no problem talking NBA. No problem at all. No one's going to argue it. No one's going to say anything. We have no problem talking baseball. No one will argue it. No matter of fact, they might encourage it. We talk hockey for three seconds. We're playing clips. Nobody cares about hockey. Move on. Managers are running down the hallway. Stop (laughs) talking about the hockey. (laughs) Meantime, I'll ask you this. The Bucs played the Warriors last night. That's a pretty big regular season basketball game with Giannis and Steph Curry and Draymond Green. How many minutes of that game do you think either of our hosts watched last night? Zero. Me and you? Zero. Eddie? Zero. If that was Packers and 49ers, not Eddie, he goes to bed at 6 o'clock, you would have watched the replay package as soon as you woke up this morning. I would have saw the first half and watched the second half highlights when I got in, and those two would have watched the entire game. But no one watched Bucks and, and Warriors. You had the Celtics and the Lakers on last night. They didn't even know they played. But it's okay to talk about basketball. Right. Huh? Yeah, it doesn't make sense to me. It is weird. And I think we're at fault for it. Yeah. Partly. Not all of us. Well, it's like we talk about all, you know, all the time about like uh, what makes a hit record. Is it is it the record itself or is it if a radio station decides we're going to play this every hour? Yes. I think it's the radio station playing it every hour because there are songs that have come on and I can't stand them. Mm-hmm. And then you hear it 65 times, all of a sudden, it's not so bad. Yeah, that's pretty good. Right. Because you ingrained it into my, you basically programmed my brain to know the song. That's how I started listening to the country music. When I was working at the sports station down in Tampa, we were in the building with uh, two country stations. And that's what they had pumping around the building. And at first it was like, oh my God, this twangy country garbage. And then all of a sudden you're humming it. Yeah. Then I'm recognizing the songs. And then when they were giving away CDs, I was like, I'm not growing up. How about that? (laughs) Yeah. And that's how I got into it. And then much like the same way people find sports radio that are music radio listeners is they get sick of hearing the same songs over and over yeah. again. And sometimes they switch to talk. Like That's why we get a lot of people that are in their cars, right? So if you're a delivery guy or uh, you're a pharmaceutical sales rep that's mm-hmm. in your car all day, you get sick of the, of the music, you put on talk because it's something different. That's how it was with the country. I was sick of the music. I was working in sports, so I was get, I was getting all the sports. I was like, "This is hummable, yeah. catchy music that I know none of these songs." Look at this; I've opened up a whole world for me. The whole world that's so popular in different parts yeah. of the country that you just realized existed. Yes, it's true. Yep, it is true. All right, Jerry, let's do the warm up show. All right, we'll be back here tomorrow on a Thursday. Oh, we got a little. Who's the Thursday night game? Uh, Seahawks Forty Nine. All right, it's a good game. That is a good game. Jerry, would you say it's a good game or a pretty good game? Well, considering the Niners quarterback, I'd say it's pretty, pretty good. Pretty good game. Pretty good. Yeah. I was just thinking, you think we could sell pretty good T-shirts just in <laughs> San Francisco area? <laughs> I'm sure they are already. You think so? I did think about, unfortunately, so with the with the hoodies and everything I yeah. was selling, I thought over the weekend when I was in Dallas – you know, the warm-up show with Alan Jerry. It's pretty good. I thought, because you do that. Yeah. And I thought with the quarterback, it makes sense. But it, like I said, I by the last night, the 5 p.m., I had to stop. So everything's off the website now. Yeah. But I'm going to make that for next year. 
I would think it'd be cool, like in the Niners colors, right? Yes. And it just says your quarterback may be good, but ours is pretty good. I guarantee you, they're selling them already. <sighs> they're licensed with his with his name and his picture, and yeah. then they're unlicensed. Yeah, in, I like the unlicensed in ones. red and gold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where that it's, it's yes. pretty good, and spell it, you know, with the more R's, so pretty good. Yes, absolutely. All right, Jerry, warm up show is pretty good. Soup. Oh, we never talked about Pornhub. <laughs> 